Welcome to the Illuminating Mycelium Podcast. The podcast for everyday people by everyday people. I'm your host, Project Dave, and I'm back at it again to continue highlighting and amplifying the lives, ventures, and endeavors of everyday people just like you and me and learning from them along the way. I'll be interviewing Matt Willis of October 19 Photography. We'll be discussing photography, patience, fatherhood, work-life balance, and much more. I'm grateful that Matt agreed to come on the show and share more with us. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring him on. When talking about everyday people and their stories, we can't help but talk about all their hard work. So grab a cup of coffee. I often think about what fuels a lot of these everyday folks, as well as what sustains me personally. Coffee certainly helps, but it can't just be any coffee. It's gotta be coffee made by everyday people for everyday people. The kind that when you brew it in a pot, it kind of just draws everyone to the kitchen and they're sniffing that aroma. Our beans are sourced from small businesses in the heart of the Appalachia. My personal favorite, the Route 39 blend from Lexington Roasters is a Forbes top ranked coffee. You can also check the notes on each blend to determine flavor profiles, shipping, and more. Beans are roasted on a weekly basis to ensure freshness. So if you're looking for some extra fuel to aid you in your everyday lives, ventures, and endeavors, go to thegrindbluefield.com backslash shop dash coffee dash roast or click the link in the description to pick out your next coffee beans and brew a pot of happiness. The grind never stops. All right, Matt, how are you doing today? Not too bad. How about you? Doing pretty good. Uh, thanks for coming on the podcast today and telling yeah. us more about yourself. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. New opportunity for me. I've never done anything like this before. Awesome. That's pretty cool. All right. So first question that I have uh, relates to your background. So you grew up in Red Wing, right? Correct. And what was it like growing up there? Um, it was pretty interesting being a tourist trap. You know, we got certain times a year where you get like way more people than you'd ever want down there. <laughs> Especially like, you know, late summer for like River City days and then, you know, winter time. And they have that casino there too, don't they? Yeah. When I first was growing up, that was never there. That was. Oh, really? Uh, when did that come I about? I thought that was there for a while. I don't know why. Uh, probably mid 90s i think early 90s okay i feel it um and how did you make the transition back over here to the suburbs maple grove um well so back in when was it no i don't remember 2006 i was working at a little meat market and you know that was only family owned maybe like eight employees and just kind of wasn't going anywhere and i took a job up at Nordstrom at Mall of America. Mm-hmm. And after commuting back and forth for two months, I'm like, I can't keep doing this, getting, you know, having to be to work at six in the morning. And so I actually ended up so first I lived up in Egan. Okay. So, yeah, I used to work out in Egan. Egan's a good place too. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Um so are you glad that you settled down in Maple Grove now? Do you feel like it's a good city to live and raise yeah, children and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, the school district's awesome. And, you know, at the time, Egan was good because it was closer to work. And then, you know, kind of bounced around from Egan to Bloomington, then met my wife and we went back to Egan and then kind of just started working our way more up north. Gotcha. Um, Is there a lot for the kiddos to do over here at Maple Grove? Like, is it a good city to raise a family and stuff oh, like yeah. that it's like you know 
so awesome. Like within like not even a mile here, we got like three different parks that we can just like walk to. Nice. Yeah. And like, you know, our, the elementary school, the girls go to is like about a mile away. So it's like, if we wanted to, we could walk there, but you know, driving just with their age is more easy. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. So uh, moving on now, because I know that you do a lot with photography. So I wanted to ask you some questions about that. Um, how did you first become involved in photography? My uncle is actually a professional photographer out in Colorado and just kind of caught the bug from him. I don't know, about 12 or so years ago, just started out, you know, shooting with him, doing landscape photography. And I bet that was nice in Colorado, too, because oh, I've heard they have some beautiful landscapes. Yeah, so amazing out there. But yeah, I just kind of <laughs> started, you know, shooting out there with him. Then, you know, back here, spending a lot of time driving up to the North Shore, taking pictures and, you know, kind of ventured out, started working with, you know, aspiring models and families but landscape is definitely still my main passion have you ever thought about getting into drones because i've heard those are good for I landscape pictures too thought but. about it but <laughs> then you have to like get approval through the, the faa the yeah. faa and like all these steps so one of my friends has one and it's like certain cities they have it more than others like some cities they literally have it where like if you go more than like, I think a thousand feet or something, they like hijack the signal and make it come down. Yeah. And in other cities, it's like, you can do it anywhere. Right. So if I were to get into something like that, I'd probably, you know, utilize it more up North and stuff away True. from the city where it's like, you know, there's not really that airplanes and guidelines and yeah. it's like more, you know, just, you can get away with more stuff up there. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so your photography company is called October nine or October 19 photography, right? Yep. And what's the meaning behind that name? So I was, when I first started, I'm like, you know, when I wanted to kind of start into a business, I'm like, you know, I got to come up with something unique and different. And so I get a lot of questions about that. But ironically, <laughs> my birthday is October 19th. So I just kind of, you know, took it from there, utilized my birth month and the date. And I feel that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's really unique. It is. <laughs> Uh, what event or shoot are you most proud of that you've done so far? I think the event that I was most fortunate to have was a couple of years, two or three years ago when the Super Bowl was here. I actually got to go to the Super Bowl and do. I fan think I remember that we were working at Whole Foods yep, together at that and time. Got to do yeah. fan photography for that. So oh, like yeah, the game, I remember that. Okay. And then like up until halftime and they go, well, you can either stay for the rest of the game or you can leave. I'm like, I'm going to stay. So I just kind of roamed <laughs> around the stadium and. You know, it's just capturing candids and yeah, like right at the end of the game, I actually was in an area where there was like diehard Eagle fans and I was hanging out with them. And when like when the Eagles won, yeah, this kid just went like, well, <laughs> but it was like cool seeing this, like seeing actual Eagles fans get to experience their team win the Super Bowl finally. Yeah, that's true. Hopefully we can win one one day. Right. But that's, and, that's a whole other story. And like <laughs> saying that, hey, I got to go to the Super Bowl and I didn't have to pay to go to the Super Bowl. Right. And right here in free. our hometown, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. It would have been better if the Vikings were there. But hey, you know, maybe one day. <laughs> no, we'll see about that. <laughs> All right. Um, Are there any, I guess, like bizarre, weird shoots or events that you've covered before? Uh, there was one. Anything out of the ordinary? <laughs> yeah, there was one. A couple two years ago I was working with the model and she wanted to do like a kind of horror type shoot in her basement. And this was an unfinished. <laughs> yeah. This was an unfinished basement and like, you know, the brick walls and the dirt floor. And I had a certain vision for the shoot. 
And she goes, well, she goes, how about we do this instead? I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, I really, you know, not going to be able to do anything with this myself, but Hey, you know, let's, you know, do the shoot. Yeah. So it's like, you know, she just had like, a silk robe or something on. Yeah. And, you know, it involved <laughs> her spewing out fake blood and she had a friend show up. And That she, sounds like a witch. I, I, I don't know if she <laughs> was or not, but then, like, she had her friend show up and she goes, well, I want to, like, act like I'm murdering my friend with, like... Oh, my gosh. With, like, that a sounds glass, terrifying. With the glass jar. So she had her friend... Like, and her there. friend randomly showed up? Like, it wasn't planned? No. her friend. Yeah. Oh, my like, goodness. So then, like, you know, she had, like, this glass jar of, like, I don't know what it was, but she, and she had, just had that handy. Yep. So she acted like she murdered her friend, had her friend bloody. And then, you know, she lit a teddy bear on fire and then we had candles going and also I'm sitting there taking pictures and her hair caught on fire. Oh God. And she's like all freaking out. And like, I froze. I'm like, what the hell should I do? Should I like yeah. do something? But so then like she finally managed to get her hair not on fire. And then She's like, she goes, I hope you got some of that on, you know, some of those shots. I'm like, no, I froze. And she got mad at me because I didn't catch her hair on fire. Oh, my gosh. But it was definitely one of the most deranged sheets, shoots I've ever done. Okay. I'm sorry. I feel the need to bring this up. You know what that reminds me of? You remember James from Whole Foods? Yeah. I remember he was telling me once that uh, when he back when he was living in California, he was doing pest control. Right. And this one customer had him come in. And they they were like literal witches. Like they brought him to the basement. They had like a cauldron and blood. I was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine walking into something like that. Like you know, she could have been, but I know that. she was like a like her main profession was like she was a yoga instructor. But it's like you know, I guess you I, got the yin and the yang, right? You got and the, it's like <laughs> I'm never putting those shoots on Facebook because just of the graphic nature. And, yeah, yeah, and for it's sure. Like, I just kind of look like remember that shoot like a couple months ago. I was looking back. You had a nightmare like, about it. No, I'm, just, I'm just like, yep, that is probably the most bizarre off the cuff shoot ever. But you know, hey, you get those every once in a while. <laughs> All right. Um, did you ever have a moment where everything just kind of clicked and you knew that photography was your calling? Um, yeah, it's just like, you know, just a random things like, you know, being out in nature and it's like, you know, taking a shot. I was like, you know, I could do so much more with this and just like trying different angles and just like, you know, the feeling of peace, like when you're out there and it's like, you know, doing shoots with like family and model, that's like a little more stressful. You get the anxiety of going to shoot is like, is it going to turn out good? You know, are they going to like the end product? But well, I've heard too that like, you know, some people are really shy and it's hard to get them to be comfortable yeah. and get those right angles that you need to. Yeah. That's the thing I've heard. But yeah, it's just like, you know, it's like something I want to take more into a business, but it's just like, there are so many photographers out there. It's so cutthroat. It's just like, you really got to find a niche and even yeah. then you got to compete. Yep. And it's just like, you know, especially this time you were trying to get like family sessions going. It's like, you know, so many photographers out there that, you know, they come up with better ideas and like, you know, the pricing and all that. So it's like, I kind of lowball my pricing, which I could you know, get more, but it's like to stay competitive. It's like, Hey, you know, I kind of look at other people and what they're charging yeah, and go down from there just to get the clients and build up where, you know, someday it's like, I can charge more. I feel that. 
So this is kind of related to that. Do you have any like advice that you could give to upcoming photographers? Just when you go out for a shoot, you know, have fun, you know, and don't be afraid to take a risk and try something new. And but just always be like whether you're working with families or models, just like be open and have like, you know, good communication, like be transparent. Like, say, if you have a vision for a shoot, you know, communicate with said model. This is, hey, this is what I'm looking for. But if you're not comfortable with doing that, respect their decision and don't like force the issue on them. Otherwise, it's like, you know, you're going to lose a client. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. All right. So moving on to photography, I wanted to ask you a few questions about what it's like balancing a career with also being a dad, because I'm sure that those are two very um, time things that occupy a lot of your time. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. You've worked in a lot of different industries and you've always found a way to adapt like around your schedule for family time. So do you have like any advice on how to make sure that you still get that time with family while balancing your career? So one of my main important things is like, you know, to go away from that for me, it's like to find personal time for myself. So it's like, you know, I generally get up at like 4.35 in the morning. So I have a couple hours to myself before the kids wake up. So like if I have to edit photos or do anything like that, I can get that done because like as soon as they're awake, it's like, You're listening to the Illuminating Mycelium Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, you should come check out all of our fresh new merchandise and apparel that just dropped on our store. We've got t-shirts, pants, sweatshirts, hats, phone cases, water bottles, coffee mugs, shoot, even blankies, and a ton more. All made with comfy fabrics and premium materials. They feature our signature logos, catchphrases, guest picks, and come in all sizes. Now shipping nationwide right to your doorstep. Just go to illuminatingmyceliumpodcast.com or click the link in the description to pick out your next gear and become the mycelium. You know, they need this, they want that, you know, they want to hang out with me. And it's like there's <laughs> certain shoots that I can't edit when they're around just because of the content of them. Yeah. But yeah, just like, you know, say you know, it's like the right now at the distance learning, like it's like I'm constantly going from five in the morning until I get home from work at 10 the, at 10 at night. So it's like the morning, it's like taking a couple hours to watch TV with the kids and, you know, make them breakfast before the schooling and just hang out with them, then going to work. And then like, you know, try not to overexert myself on the weekends where it's like, you know, one weekend's like strictly photo shoots and then the next weekend can be family. So kind of you know, alternating it. So I'm not like gone constantly. So if I'm understanding correctly, like a big part of it too, is making sure that you're taking time for yourself so that you can be there for yeah. your family. Yeah. I think that makes sense. So like yeah, cause the- I was supposed to have like, you know, was, today I was supposed to have a photo shoot like after this, but it got pushed back to January 9th because of double booking at the studio where I was supposed to be working out with these people. Oh, okay. And then I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's, that's all right. Then I can, you know, hang out with the family this weekend. Wife wants to bake some cookies, which I won't have any part of that. (laughs) That sounds good. And then I had like an all day shoot tomorrow. I'm like, well, you know, coming up with the holidays, I'm just going to reschedule that. So it's like, you know, everything else this weekend has kind of been pushed back just to like, you know, relax and with the holidays coming up. That'd be nice. 
I know I keep forgetting that Christmas is literally like next Friday. Yeah, it's just like crazy. Well, I feel like because there's no snow, I feel like that's a big part of it. It doesn't feel like Christmas, you know, maybe because of COVID too, but right. And I still got to wrap all the kids' presents. It's, yeah. You know, like try to get that done when they're sleeping or not here. It's like, and we got to take care of all these Zoom calls because I got to do them for like my dad's and my mom's side. And like, we always have to help them because they're a little bit older. The technology. So oh, yeah. <laughs> that takes a good second to Yo. figure out. Um, when it comes to patience specifically, I know like virtual learning has come into play this year. How how do you personally develop patience? Um, I guess like with other people. So I know like with kids, that's a big thing. But how do you develop patience in general? Just kind of like, you know, take things as they are. Because, like, you know, it's like I'm a perfectionist and I want everything to be perfect. But I know they're not going to be, especially with like young kids. And it's just like you know, understand like the teachers and the other kids in the zoom meetings are going to screw off. And especially yeah. the kids, like one kid in my daughter's class always wears a football helmet to his meet. <laughs> but just to, like, you know, just come into it with a relaxed approach and like, say, you know, it's like, I know other families are worse situation than I am. And just like, you know, be thankful that my oldest daughter, she just, you know, she can get her stuff done just like that. Mm-hmm. You know, just be patient with her. And if she's having a bad day, not let it get to you. Or my five-year-old is like doing Zoom meetings is just like horrible. It's like <laughs> she's scared. She doesn't want to do it. And then, you know, she just, you know, doesn't want to do it. Just try not to blow up at her and just, you know, keep my calm. So it's just like, you got to work with that. And it's not easy. I'm not, I don't have patience. So <laughs> it takes time to do It does. Okay. I feel that. All right. Uh, last question related to career stuff. What was it like working at Whole Foods? <laughs> well, you know, it took me three attempts to actually get into Whole Foods in the first place. I had applied when they had first opened their store down in Edina. I can't remember when that was. <clears throat> but there was like a group interview. And, you know, with all my experience in customer service, I didn't get the position. I'm like, I'm like, okay, whatever. It's like, you know, I'll eventually try again. And then they were opening their store in Minnetonka and I got hired, but it was right around the time we were getting married and they wouldn't work with me having the time off because it was right when the store opened. They go, we can't give you two weeks off for your wedding and honeymoon. Can you rebook your honeymoon? I'm like, Like, no, I'm like, (laughs) no, I can't. So then I didn't get that. Okay. Well, well Minnetonka it, wasn't really there a whole nother story anyway. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, I'm glad I never ended up there just because. So yeah. then I saw the position for Maple Grove and I'm like, oh, you know, third time's the charm. I'm going to try for it. And I interviewed with Mike. Great guy. Great guy. He's awesome. Yeah. You know, got the position, was there for... See, I started, was it March of 2014? I was there for four and a half years. You know, great place to work. You know, great customers. I always enjoyed it with you. It was fun. Yeah, you know, made a lot of friends. It was like family. Nice environment. Yeah, and just, you know, had fun. You know, we got in a little trouble and talked to a few times <laughs> by Sarah. And, you know, some of our comments we made, you know, weren't appropriate. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. Yep. <laughs> but no, it was a great place to work and, you know, I miss it. But after doing retail for as long as I had, it was just 
you know, getting to a point where I was getting burnt out of retail and yeah, I definitely feel you. I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, right now I'm just trying to keep doing this freelancing stuff. Cause I mean, and then like, you know, when they started changing over, got bought out by Amazon, some of the yo, policies and the like, you know, oh, I've been hearing a lot about that. It's I'm still like, on the Facebook page too. For well, me. I'm not, but so I was, like, I was just wasn't, bent, like, you know, agreeing and feeling some of the policies and the changes. This is, you know, yeah, it was time to go. I've been, I would, you know, at that point, it God, how old was I? Two years, two years ago, I was 41. So I had been doing retail since I was 15 in some way, shape or form. And it's like, as I told Sarah, go, you know, I'm just burnt out. It's like, yeah. I, I got to go. Yeah, it was, it was just that time to step away from it. Yeah, it's time to be a freelancer because I really like being able to do like my own schedule and having more control over what I do. I mean, like there is more work involved. Don't get me wrong, but you know, well, like retail scene is just something, you know, else. like with my job now, it's like Monday through Friday, don't have to work weekends, which like with the family is key, you know, granted, you know, working weeknights, second shift isn't ideal, but it's like, I get to be here with the kids in the morning and help them with the schooling and then yeah. still get home, you know, at a decent time at night where it's like, you know, now with them being distance learning, it's like they can stay up until 10 o'clock and I can help put them to bed. Yeah. So, but you know, it won't be forever that I'll be stuck working second shift, but you know, for now it works and the money's good. I feel that. All right. So last couple of questions here, um, they're kind of random, but what is your favorite thing about bonfires? Cause I know we used to have bonfires. Which so I know you like them, we so. got to do more often. Yeah. We got to do some this summer for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think this last no summer I only had like four and it's like I got so much wood up there. Do you still have people from Whole Foods, Adam? Or like <sighs> No, it's okay. just they, no one's from Whole Foods has been well <laughs> come hang out with those people from Whole Foods. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, they always end up over at Joel's or something. Oh yeah, Joel. <laughs> Joel. I don't even know what happened to that kid. <laughs> but uh, just you know, hanging out, different random stories and you know the smell of the bonfire. That's my main thing. Yeah. And, you know, always threatening to throw Brittany in the fire. <laughs> Forgot about Brittany. Oh, Brittany. She's another story. All right. Um, last question. Do you have, or sorry, what do you look forward to most in 2021? Do you have any special plans or events that you're looking forward to? Um, not really. Just, you know, uh, supposedly January 19th, Elementary kids are going back into school full time, five days a week. Oh, really? That's what the plan is right now, which okay. my oldest daughter, Natalie, she is like stoked because she misses like being she misses her friends, her friends and yeah. you know, doing stuff like that. And for my for Emily, it's just she needs to be in school because like, you know, she needs a more hands on being around teachers versus virtual learning. So the main thing is, you know, for life to slowly get back to normal and for yeah. the especially for the kids it's like you know as i tell my wife it's like you know i don't really care about us as much because like you know you know we've been on this planet for you know you 38 years me 43 years we've lived a lot and experienced a lot but the kids are the ones that are missing out yeah so just for true. them to like you know get the experiences from the last nine months that they've missed out on. Like my daughter and I, we were supposed to go to Colorado in June for two weeks. She's never been there. That never happened. Yeah. She was supposed to go to her first concert. That never happened. And you know, her birthday was like a month after everything started and she missed out on her birthday party and presents. And 
Yeah. You know, just for the kids to get their normalcy back and their life back and those experiences. I feel that. All right, cool. All right, uh, that's all I've got. Is there anything else you want to say before we depart? Mm, I don't think so. Besides, thanks for asking me to do this. And, you know, I'm like, what's hesitant at first? I'm like, <laughs> I've never done a podcast before, but it's like, hey, you know, new experience. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on. I appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you. All right, take care. You too. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed the show and had fun while learning more from everyday people just like yourselves. To support us and help us spread these stories even further, please consider giving us a review or rating on whichever platform you're streaming from. There will be links in the description box just in case you can't find it. And for more news and all things everyday people, join our newsletter by going to our website. By joining, you'll also gain exclusive offers and discounts on Illuminating Mycelium merchandise and apparel from our store. Just go to IlluminatingMyceliumPodcast.com or click the link in the description and become the Mycelium.